As a recovering keeper of all the things, I have found so much happiness from my recent purging ways, and I just feel so much lighter, especially in my closet. Today, we are talking about cleaning out and organizing and purging your closet. I've researched all the methods and strategies, and I'm summarizing for you what I think are the most practical tips for getting rid of what you don't need, keeping things that mean something to you, or bring you joy, as organizing guru Marie Kondo says. We're going to talk about turning your closet into your own little oasis where only things you love live. I'm breaking it down into three steps. Get rid of stuff that doesn't make you happy, find a good place for what's left, and stop buying things you don't need. There's no better time for a good closet organized than now, so we're going to talk about how to do it. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Woohoo! We are going to have some fun today as we talk about organizing your closet and why does it feel so good to be organized? You know, having an organized closet is just like coming home to a breath of fresh air after a long day. I mean, having your whole house organized is really like just having your own little oasis where everything just feels organized and not chaotic. And listen, I am not sure I'll ever fully get there, but at this point, I've worked for the last couple of years to try to get organized, and I didn't realize that it was as much mental as it was the physical hard work of getting there. So this episode is a long time coming, and I think there's lots of little pearls of information that you can take away and help you organize, and specifically in this episode, organize your closet. So if you don't know much about the Marie Kondo's method, here are the basics. So she is from Japan and she has this awesome art. Her book is called The Life-Changing Art of Tidying Up. And her philosophy is commit yourself to tidying up and then imagine your ideal lifestyle and then finish discarding things first, tidy by category, not by location, follow the right order, And then finally, ask yourself if it sparks joy. So I love so many parts of her methods. And with all the things I researched, I really think like most things I do, I read all the different methods and I take away the things that I think are the most practical and work for me and are practical to maintain. A lot of things that I researched just in general of the way that different professional organizers have put out information, for me, it sounds great and the pictures look stunning, But for me, practically to keep that up just didn't seem realistic. So everything I'm bringing to you today, I think is totally life-changing in the way that you will be organized and have less stuff and know where to find your stuff and all that. But it's also really practical and easy to keep up. So you don't spend this, you know, however long it takes you to do your organize and your purge of your closet and then find yourself a month later back at the same place you were before because we're actually really going to think about things and we're going to eliminate things. But first, like I said, I didn't realize that I had to really make the choice, right? 
I, to do it the right way, you have to be tired of the way that it is now. Like you have to be so tired of it that you really commit to getting organized and staying organized. You know, I would look for something in my closet and I could easily waste like 15 minutes in the morning trying to find something. And I finally reached a point. And I think that mentally for a lot of us that are holding on to things or think that we will eventually wear things and we'll get into all the different ways that we kind of keep things. But you got to really be like, okay, you know, like a lot of things in life, I'm so tired of the way it is now. I am going to commit to make the change. I'm going to imagine my ideal lifestyle where I can just walk in and everything in my closet is something that I like. Even if it's a basic, it's something that I know I'm going to wear and that I'm excited to wear. You know, I in addition to the life-changing art of tidying up Marie Kondo's, I also love the parody book on her book and it's called Tidy the F Up and it's the American art of organizing. And this is also a great read and it really gets into the root of why we are so messy and why do we have so much stuff and why do we keep accumulating more stuff and why are we so afraid to let go of it? And this, I mean, listen, I'm, I had to learn, I had to really learn through, go through this and tell my, and have a come to Jesus moment with myself and be like, listen, you are like kind of hoarding this stuff that you're never going to wear again. Your kids are not going to want it. Stop saving it to pass down to them. You just have to get rid of the stuff. And I just, once I made the decision, okay, I'm going to commit. I'm not going to be sentimental about things. I'm not going to be weird about things and have some story about when I maybe will possibly wear this. And I'm just going to purge. It just got so much easier. So those are the two books. And it's so funny because they're kind of opposite. The life-changing art of tidying up is very proper and you know, has very specific rules. And also the parody book, Tidy the F Up, is like completely the opposite. It's like real world examples and it has curse words and it's literally like trying to shake you to your core. Like you got to wake up here and you got to realize why you're holding on to all this stuff, how much better you'll feel when you get rid of it and you just got to commit and you got to do it. So I love the balance between the two. I think it's hilarious. And I think by reading these books, even if you kind of just browse through them, they're both similar in format and pretty short reads, but it makes you really think. And it really made me think about why I was holding on to things and how I actually wanted to go about executing my closet organization. So you have to really get into the mental part of it. And you have to be tired of the way that it is now and really ready to commit. I've tried so many ways and failed. I hired a professional organizer to help me and I paid a lot of money. Please don't mention it to my husband. It is definitely still a sore spot, I would assume, because after I spent a lot of money with a professional organizer, I still wasn't organized. I just hadn't hit that point where I was really ready to purge the right way. So I'll say this, you have to commit to do the work and doing the work means really taking each item one at a time and taking the time to think about whether you need it and where is the best place for it to live. I think I was so overwhelmed by so much stuff that I would just, you know, you'd get tired if I, if I didn't block up enough time or I would have to go do something else and I wouldn't really go one item at a time and really think about each thing. So after going through many failed attempts to do this, I recently actually purged and organized my closet to, you know, a good level of success. I I think that there's still like one more round of purge in me to get get through some other things that I really won't wear, but I've gotten 90% of the way there. 
And here are the steps we are going to follow as we make a plan together. We are going to get rid of the stuff that does not make you happy. Then once we have a pile of what's left, we're going to find a place for all that. And then we're going to pep talk ourselves and to stop buying things we don't need. And you know, the cool thing about doing this purge the right way and pulling out every single sweater you own, every single bomber jacket, every long jacket, whatever it is, whatever you have the most of, you really know what you have. So you end up buying less because you know, I already have a long gray coat. I don't need another one. I love this because so often I've been so disorganized in certain ways where like all of my tights are high up in my closet. So I never got them down when I need tights. I would always buy new tights which was just so crazy because I had a dozen perfectly good pairs. They just weren't within reach. So the good thing about purging the right way is you'll really know everything you have and stop stockpiling things and just buying new things rather than using the things you have. So if it's stuff like that, I think another tip I really learned is if it's something that you're going to access often enough, make it easy to access it. Like I had to get a ladder and pull a bin down from the top. And even though that only takes two minutes, it just seemed like so much effort. I would just order online when I knew that I had an event or something that I wanted to wear tights with. So make it easier to get to and also do this purge in the right way. Lay out enough time so that you know exactly what you have and that will help you stop buying things you don't need. I think we all do it and I need the biggest pep talk and I'm sure I'm going to need reminders here and there. But it's really nice and freeing. You spend less time shopping, you spend less money, and you just have less clutter. I'm telling you, if there's one struggle I've had with organizing over the last couple of years and it's taking me so long to realize is I had too much stuff to see all my stuff, if that makes sense. You know, like I have kitchen spoons. I'll have twice as many kitchen spoons as I have, but then it's so hard to get to any of my kitchen spoons. So by eliminating half and just forgetting about it, you know? And we'll talk about what to do with all the stuff that you purge, but just by eliminating half of it, you can actually see what you have and you use more of it. So in your closet, I end up wearing so many more things, like such a variety of things, because first of all, the things that are left in my closet, I really like, and also I can get to it and I can see all of it. So in this episode, really getting in and talking about all of our organization in the closet. In general, in future episodes, we're going to talk about total organizing, but one space at a time. So today we're talking just about your closet. And remember, you didn't accumulate all this stuff in one day. So it's going to take more than a day to fix it. And I think this was one of those things that was hard for me to accept because I just didn't want to spend a whole week in my closet. But I really found for me, if I tried to do it too in too long a period, like if I tried to do it for five hours straight, by the end, I would be like, forget it, keep all the sweaters, what, you know, like you just it just becomes, you're exhausted. And so you're not doing it one piece at a time like you should. So I think if you can set out, you know, two or three or four hour segments, whatever, you know, your time, your lifestyle allows and whatever your stamina is, I would do that to where when you feel yourself tuckering out and you're not giving it 110% anymore, you got to give it a rest until the next day. That way we do it right the first time and we're not, you know, half purging all the time. So, you know, listen, we just, it's not going to, it didn't, didn't all happen in one day. So we can't undo it in one day. When I think about total organization in my closet, I organize more how things feel and function than how they look. So I know a lot of people like to do rainbow colors of things or organize it. So it looks the prettiest. And if that's what makes you happy, 
do that. For me, I'm all about function. Like when I think, okay, I want um, a under tank top, like a tight tank top. I want to know exactly where to go and I'll color code those. And then I want to know like where a kind of like silk cami is. And I want to know where those are. So I always do function first before look. And I feel like even though my closet could probably be prettier if I did it for looks first, it just feels like it feels so good to me. And I save so much more time when getting things out of my closet. All right. So let's purge people. First, you got to pull out everything that's the same and put it in a pile. So if it's belts, you pull out every single belt you own and throw it on a pile on the floor and go through it one by one. Take, for example, sweaters. Most of us have way too many sweaters. So you have to pull them all out in a pile, go through them, and then just keep the ones you like most. It totally helps because you're looking at everything of the same item. So you can see if you have eight pink sweaters, pick your favorite four, right? So you take out every single piece of clothing, whatever it is, and make a pile. So it's socks, it's bras, it's pajamas. This really, really helped me and it helped me to break it down and not be so overwhelming because I was just saying, all right, I'm only doing sweaters. I'm not even thinking about anything else. This is what I'm doing. And you actually pull them out. You know how when you go through your closet and you purge it and you just kind of like thumb through the different t-shirts or whatever, you just don't purge the same way. I'm telling you, take the whole section out, throw it on the floor, throw it on your bed and go through it. So you're like, here are all my graphic tees. I'm going to go through all of these. It makes a world of difference. Side note, talking about PJs, get rid of anything that is slumpy to you. Like I love cozy PJs, but you know, those just like, I don't know, those like slumpy things. They're either old or they're tattered, or it's just kind of like, I don't know, just don't make you feel good. I had so many of these that I just thought were, I don't know, cozy, but listen, I have other pajamas that are cozy that aren't so ratty tatty. So I really think it's good for, you know, your overall happiness and confidence to get rid of all the slumpy PJs. So and lounge clothes, that type of thing. Another thing I really realized when I was purging is clothing is meant to be worn, not meant to be a keepsake from past experiences. I basically had a whole row of my closet of things that were special moments in time for me, but I really had to realize those super special ones. Like I wanted to keep the white dress I wore at my rehearsal dinner the night before my wedding or things like that, that's worth keeping. But other things that weren't such big life moments, I had to purge because you just can't keep everything. So instead, I made sure that I had a good picture of it, or I even printed a picture of it and put it in like my keepsake box that I have in a kind of oversized box, which I totally want to do a podcast on how to keep organized with all your keepsake things and your things that are extra special to you. So rather than keeping the actual big bulky dress, I just made a five by seven print of that day. And maybe even sometimes I'll even write like a little, like put a little post-it on the back of it and write what it is. Or sometimes I get fancier and I'll mount it on a little kind of scrapbooking thing and write on it. But whatever it is, if it was something that meant something to me, print out a photo of it and put it in your keepsake book and purge the actual item. Because before you know it, all these you know, clothing pieces that you're keeping as keepsakes will just weigh you down and you won't have room for the stuff you're actually going to wear. Also, we have to get rid of all the things that you will someday maybe possibly wear when you are another person. Oh man. So for me, it's those jeans that like maybe I'll fit back into or those maternity clothes that maybe I'll have another baby 
I just had to tell myself, I have to get rid of the things that I'll sometimes maybe, which pretty much means never wear when I'm another person. Like I just might never fit back into those super straight size 24 jeans again. And that's okay. I am not having another baby, most likely, you know, really, really most likely. So I need to purge those clothes. And listen, if you end up being that size again for the jeans, or if you end up having another baby, really, you probably would want new things anyways, you know? It's like that, you know, that if it's not going to happen in the foreseeable future, lighten yourself up and not don't be afraid to get a couple new things if that chapter does come up again. Does that make sense? I just think for me, I was just like, oh, I wouldn't if, if you know, I know I'm done having kids, but I just, I wouldn't want to start over with the maternity genes if I do have another kid. But listen, I'm not having any more kids. And, you know, the way people space out kids, you don't probably wouldn't want the same genes five years later. So if you can't wear it now, and if you don't see yourself wearing it in the foreseeable future, that's going to the purge. Also, when I'm going through my piles of things, I ask myself, would I buy this now? You know, like literally, if I'm holding up all these sweaters, I'm like, I just can't decide. If you're in that moment, like I can't decide, ask yourself, would you buy this now? It's just the best way to tell yourself if you want it or not. Imagine just opening your closet and only seeing clothes that you love. You know, like I'm telling you, I'm almost there. I have one more purge to get there, but like just only things that you love and that fit and make you feel good and fit you the right way. I just, I just think it's the best feeling for your closet, whether you have a small closet or a big closet, lots of things or not so a lot of things. If it's just filled with things that you like wearing and things that make you feel good, that's the goal. If you can't see, if you can't see it, you can't wear it. Like I said about the kitchen spoons, I have so many kitchen spoons that I can barely get to all the kitchen spoons without other kitchen spoons falling out. So if you have, you know, graphic tees from 20 years ago that you know, you probably aren't going to wear anyways, but it's cluttering up and you just have too many of them. You can't see anything. You won't wear any of it because it's too hard to get to. So you just have to tell yourself, I can't see it. I can't wear it. So I have to get rid of so much stuff. You just can't have so much stuff so that you only wear like a fourth of it. I'd rather have half the stuff and love all the stuff I see and not be overwhelmed with not be overwhelmed with, you know, like my, my hangers don't even fit. I have to like, you know, shove it or hang it on poles or whatever to make it all fit. Same with your drawers. Make sure that they aren't so full that you can't get anything out of them. It's hard to have things folded perfectly all the time. But if your if your drawer isn't packed to the rim, even if it's not perfectly folded, you can still function this way, you know? So with your drawers, same thing. I love take everything out, put it in its right category. All Every single sock has to be on your bed for you to sort through and pair up and pick only the ones that you like the most and are in the best condition and just keep those. Another tip, I put a whole section, just like one row of my closet, that's everything holiday or themed or costume. And this has really helped me make my closet more functional. So in this, we'll call it the holiday section. I have every Valentine's shirt or something that's super patriotic for 4th of July. All of my Christmas clothes, you know, 80s vests for theme events in the future, any costumes I've worn that I'm keeping in my closet, all that stuff that's just for a special event or a holiday. You know, you have Halloween t-shirts or maybe your love 
St. Patrick's Day, anything that is for a specific holiday, Super Bowl, I put all of that in one row. So that way it's not mixed in with my everyday clothes. And when I know that one of these events is coming up, I just go to that special dedicated section. It also has all my sports jerseys. So any sports jersey or charity t-shirt that I want to go back and pull, I just put it all in there. And I know it's all holiday or kind of special event type thing. And I know where to get it. So that's one good tip for not having all that stuff mixed in with everything else. I'm telling you, this whole process will make you wear more things. And another thing I've really learned is stop saving things. So you know how you're like, no, I'm not going to wear that. I'm going to save that for something special. Well, oftentimes we just end up never wearing something that we loved. And then after time, maybe you don't love it anymore or it doesn't feel new anymore. So I like to think of this as keeping those special things in a dark, dark closet while you go out into the world. I'm like, no, let them out. Wear your things. Don't save them. You could always wear them again. I am so over wearing, you know, wearing things once or you had a picture in it or you had a moment on Instagram, whatever, man. Like, I just think if you love it, wear it. Don't save it. There will always be, you know, there will always be another event. There will always be another outfit. Wear it. Don't save it. Let it out of the the dark closet. Okay, so I try to do this. I try to keep three things and then get rid of one. So this is only if you're doing a serious purge. So like if you are, if you haven't purged in a long while, I would try to do this. So it's like every third or fourth thing has to go. You know what I mean? I try to keep three and then get rid of one. So it's like every fourth thing needs to go. So for me, that's like, it's your, you're basically eliminating 25% of your closet. And I think that for me, that was like the sweet spot of where I needed to be. Cause I found myself after a while, just getting into like, okay, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, you know, especially as you get tired in the day, but I just try to tell myself, keep three, get rid of one, keep three, get rid of one. And it just made me be a little bit more serious about my purge and be more selective. This project is definitely more work than expense, which is so great because a lot of organizing projects, I've spent a lot of money on bins and containers and dividers and all these different things. But for this, I think the only thing, unless you need certain organizing things for your specific closet, but the only thing that I think that you should really invest in during this closet purge process is order all matching hangers and nice thin ones. I will link in the show notes my favorite hangers that I'm completely obsessed with. I have the white ones. My husband has the black ones and my kids have pink ones. And I just think that this is the pink, like little short kid ones. And then Parker has a boy version of it. But I just think having all matching hangers makes everything look really nice. You get rid of bulky hangers, which take up way too much space. And you get rid of all the dry cleaning hangers that, you know, can leave creases or just aren't as good for your clothing in general. So order the matching hangers. It will make your closet look so much better. It will save you space and it'll just make you happier. It just, that's the one thing that just makes everything look so uniform and so clean and so nice. So I will make sure to link those. As you are going through this closet purge process, please know it will get worse before it gets better because we're taking everything out. We're shaking the rugs and the mice are running out everywhere. Because we pile everything up first, it will look awful before it gets better. But just know that this is totally a normal part of the process. There is light at the end of the tunnel and it will be so worth the discomfort. I mean, your closet 
probably doesn't look that bad to start. But as you start pulling everything out, it's going to look likely if it's anything like mine, horrendous, like stuff everywhere, <laughs> like stuff just exploded. But I'm telling you, pile everything up first, go through it one by one. It will be so uncomfortable, but it's so worth the discomfort. And this is why we do one part of the house at a time. And that's why I like to start with the closet because it's going to get so much worse. You don't want to start in a bunch of rooms and just have explosions everywhere. You're going to feel overwhelmed and more chaotic. So start in the closet if you need to do a closet purge and just start with there and start with one thing at a time. Start with all your belts, start with all your bras, start with all your sweaters, pile it up and purge it that way. All right, we've purged it all. Now, what do you do with it? First, go through everything and toss the gross stuff. So if it has holes or stains or yellow marks, nobody wants those. In fact, if you send them to donation, it just takes it costs them time and energy to go through and toss them. We don't want to donate things that are holy or stained or ruined. So get rid of those first. Next, you decide. Donate and sell what you want to. I have a nonprofit of my own. I started it geez, like 15 years ago called The Happiness Project. And we help mostly kids in need in our community in Orange County, uh, but we also help their families. So it's very easy for me because I am connected to every major um, shelter and soup kitchen and these groups that serve underprivileged families in our area. So I shoot a couple emails out and I kind of give a little summary of what I have, and then they'll respond back with what kind of need that they have. So, and this is really easy for anybody to do. And this way you can donate directly. And sometimes this will help you purge so much better if you know that it's going to a good place. It's not just gonna live in a black trash bag in your garage for two years. Make a plan. Right when I purge, I'm telling you, I do not let that sit in my house or in my garage for more than a couple of days. I make a plan right away and I get it out. Because before you know it, then, you know, your mom comes over and you're digging through stuff and she's like, why are you keep, why aren't you keeping this and this? And now you're reverse purging and that's not the goal. So decide what you're going to do. Reach out. Like I said, I love doing it grassroots style. Reach out to local groups that serve people in need and tell them what you have and donate it to them directly. I love that. That's what we do with my nonprofit. And I just see how much it benefits people. And if you have kids, a lot of times they'll let you go and drop it off to the shelter and your kids can even experience the great gift of giving. So that's an added bonus. Other pieces you might want to sell on OfferUp or on eBay or other similar sites, depending on the type of items you have and how much time you have. When I was in college and before I had kids, I would always sell, especially my name brand jeans or things like that. Or thread up is a good good way to do it. Thread up, you fill out a form, they send you a bag, you fill the bag with all of your stuff. Now it has to be like somewhat nice stuff. Like I think that there are certain things they don't accept, like nothing from Old Navy, or they want it to be kind of at a certain price point to start with. You mail it to them. I think they usually accept about half of it. And then they put it on their site at a, at a deep, deep discount. So it's nothing like the amount of money that you would get if you were to sell it yourself on eBay or one of those websites. But it's like you throw it all in a bag and you send it to them. Then you tell them what you want to do with the rest of it. So they say, okay, we only take about half of it. What do you want to do with the rest of it? So you can click ship it back to me for like $14 and then you can do what you want with it once it comes back to you or you can have them donate it on your behalf. So totally up to you, but that's one quick and easy way to get it out of your way if you um, if you want to do it. And that's kind of the best of both worlds. If you're like, listen, I just purchased all this stuff. I'd like to make some money from it. You can either 
um, choose, you know, pick the stuff that you don't think is worth your time or would get very much and donate that stuff and then sell the stuff on your own. Or you could send it all to a company like ThreadUp and they can kind of do the sorting and sell for you. Again, you're going to get much less for it than if you sold it on your own, like much, much less, but you get something and it takes no effort and no time of your own. So depending on how much time you have and how much time you want to commit to it, those are, I think, the options. But I think if you have the plan and if you know that your stuff is going to a, you know, going to a good home or give it to a friend. I've given a ton of stuff to friends that I'm like, hey, I have this whole pile, this whole laundry basket of stuff that I still think is awesome. It's just not new to me anymore. So I'm just not wearing it. Come over, pick what you want and do it that way. And I think that's a really fun way to kind of, you know, give friends the first right of refusal too. And it's just fun and a fun way for, you know, a friend to pick up a couple new things. And it makes you feel better about purging because like I said, it's not just going into a dark hole. It has a second life and someone else gets to enjoy it. And that's, you know, pretty awesome. So that is it. We have our plan to purge our closets. I really hope you're going to take all of this and do the best closet purge ever. And really, I hope that you realize that we don't need as much stuff as we think they do. And you will just feel so much better. I've realized that I would buy stuff to make myself feel better or because I, you know, certain something at a point made me feel happy. But I realized it's such a fleeting happiness. And then I was just bombarded with stuff. So the aftermath of having too much stuff wasn't worth that simple moment of happiness for me. Getting rid of all the stuff you aren't using will make you feel so much better and you can love your things so much more and actually wear your clothes and get ready so much faster in the morning. And then you have more room for new stuff. So when you find new special things to add into your wardrobe, there's nice places to put it and you're not cramming it in with all the old stuff that you weren't going to wear anyways. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Every time I do a podcast, I post a picture on my Instagram, which is at Lindsay's Cloud. And so there's a picture with the title of this podcast and kind of a little summary. If you don't mind, hop on there and tell me what you thought. And please tell me what you want to hear more of in this whole organization topic. Like I've said, I've learned so much over the years. I've done so many things the wrong way. So I'd love to share more about organization. So let me know what sort of home organization you want to hear more about, and we will continue this conversation soon. Cheers, friends, to being awesome at organizing your closet. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.